Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you're someone who struggles with making fantasy basketball decisions, I might have something for you. Here are the waiver wire targets you need to focus on for week 11 of the NBA season. From the Memphis Grizzlies, Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark is rostered in 51% of ESPN leagues. Over the last seven days, he's averaged 18.5 minutes per game, 17 points per game, 7.5 rebounds per game, and one steal per game. He could help you out in a bunch of different categories. Also, it's worth noting that he signed a pretty decent contract recently. So they're going to get this guy some playing time. He could help you out this week for week 11. Jeremy Sohan. He's rostered in 15% of Yahoo leagues. Honestly, he's giving me that Dennis Rodman feeling. And it's just not about him dyeing his hair, which is really dope. But he plays for the Spurs. But his energy level is just that big time heavy motor that we want to see from our young players he was actually the number nine draft pick in the 2022 draft so san antonio believes he has some value and you know pop has a way to draft stars from the boston celtics Derek White. In the last seven days, White has averaged 29.7 minutes per game, 9.3 points, 5.3 rebounds, 3.3 assists, 0.7 steals, and one block, which is telling you he has value for a lot of different categories. And again, we're talking about somebody that we're going to pick up and drop. If he's available on your waiver wire, you might want to give him a shot this week. From the Indiana Pacers, Aaron Naismith. He's only rostered in 2.2% of ESPN leagues, 18% of Yahoo leagues, and over the last seven days, check this out, he's averaged 29.5 minutes per game. You know what I say, minutes equal opportunity for people in fantasy. Also, he's averaged 19 points per game, 8.0 rebounds per game, and 1.5 steals. This is super valuable, guys. Take advantage of the opportunity. I know he's available on your waiver wire. It's at least worth a shot. For deeper leagues, like 16 to 18 team leagues, take a look at Zach Collins from the San Antonio Spurs. Yes, he's a backup, but when he gets in the game, he produces and he's averaging 20 minutes per game. He's only rostered in 13% of Yahoo leagues. I just want to quickly rapid fire some names that you might want to consider checking out on the waiver wire this week. First up, Marcus Morris Sr. Next, Norman Powell, Dennis Schroeder, and DeLon Wright. I got a couple priority ads that might still be out there. And if they're on your waiver wire, I want you to go grab them right now. First up is Thomas Bryant. Your man has been going off. He's getting an opportunity with AD out. So I would definitely grab him up if he's still hanging around on the waiver wire. Next up is Dante DiVincenzo. He was dropped by a ton of fantasy managers because he was injured last week. Now he's back. On Christmas Day, he was showing some value. If he's on your waiver wire, you want to grab him for this week. And I want to share one dynasty ad, James Wiseman. We know that James Wiseman has not played a lot of basketball over the last couple of years. He's even been in the G League a little bit. Listen, 
He's getting some run now. Steph is out. There's a lot of opportunity available for some of those players. And he had a big game a couple of nights ago. I would just grab him if you're in a dynasty league and see what happens. By the way, I'm Robin Marks from Game Pick Fantasy Basketball. You can connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Game Pick Podcast. If you love fantasy sports, please consider subscribing. We release new episodes every single week. Now let's talk about our buy lows and sell highs. First off, let's talk about buy lows. Terry Rozier. He's getting roasted on social media. He is not having the best season. He's never been a player that I've been super crazy about, but Scary Terry has been known to perform. I don't think he's going to be this bad. This can be your opportunity to maybe package in your worst two players and see if you can get them back on your team. Hopefully, he'll turn it around just when you need him in the fantasy playoffs. My next buy low candidate, Jonas Valachunas. Jonas Valachunas is somebody that I've loved for years in fantasy. And I'm talking like Toronto days, man. This guy has really been super valuable on so many different levels. This year, not so much the case. This is what I would say to that, that he's averaging 23 minutes per game this season. Two, three, like Michael Jordan's number. Last season, he averaged 30 minutes per game. So there's going to be a change in his production. Listen, I'm not saying that he's he's going to get to where he was last year, but I don't think he's going to be this bad. You might be able to throw some of your bottom tier players and bring them back just to see if he can produce down the stretch. My next buy low candidate, I, actually, this one makes me pretty sad. Cue the music. Scotty Barnes, what happened to you, man? Rookie of the year. You were supposed to be the future. You were supposed to be the one, man. What happened to you? What happened to that boy? I don't know. Listen, this is what I would say. This is a prime example of a buy low. He His value is in the, in the pits, in the garbage can, dumpster fire. It's not a good look for him. However, if you could send maybe your third person at the bottom of your roster, maybe somebody like, I don't know, Marcus Smart or somebody like that, Mike Conley, with a couple other players, you might be able to somehow get him on your roster, and then we can hope and pray to the fantasy gods that he picks it up down the stretch. Next by low candidate, Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy is better than this, guys. And I know many of us in the fantasy community have concerns about OKC, their tanking methods, and will they be really fighting for the Victor Webinyama sweepstakes in next year's draft? This is what I would say. Giddy was the youngest player ever to record a triple-double. Giddy is that guy. SGA is healthy this year. So a lot of his value last year was when SGA was out. But listen, he's still Josh Giddy. He's still a young guy with tons of upside. So if you can see, if maybe you can throw out a few offers to get him back on your team, stay patient. He might help you when you're trying to pursue that championship. My last by low, and I don't even believe I'm saying this, but M. PJ. I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Yes, Michael Porter Jr. Like many of us, we are so frustrated with this man. I have him on one of my dynasty teams. Like I've had him for like years and never, never lived up to expectations. But this could be an opportunity, especially in a redraft league, to take advantage of the general consensus and feeling around him coming back. So now he's healthy. He's going to play some games. They're going to have to ramp him up. He's going to have some bad games. You might be able to 
sends him offers while he's slumping or trying to get ramped up. And when he does get to a place where he's producing, you already have him on your team. Again, this is not one I'm really excited about. It's not sexy, but I have to say it that he is definitely a buy low right now. Now let's talk about some injury buy lows. First off, let's talk about Car Anthony Towns. We've, we've been on the hilltop the last couple of weeks telling you to send offers for him. We also have Steph Curry, who's going to be returning in a couple of weeks. You still may be able to get him for a discount. And last but not least, someone new to the injury by low list, Brandon Ingram. Yes, Brandon Ingram has been out for a minute, but he's coming back really soon. The owner who's holding him might not really process all of that. So see if you can send over a few players and bring him back at a discount. Next up, sell highs. First on the list. Kawhi Leonard. If you follow this channel, you know how I feel about Kawhi Leonard when it comes to fantasy specifically. All respect to him. Love what he's doing for the NBA. Think he's a great talent. However, for fantasy, I don't want nothing to do with him. I'm out. Like, I, I, I want nothing to do with Kawhi Leonard when it comes to fantasy. So, if you have him on your team, he's somewhat healthy right now. If you could get back some values, I would send him in some offers and see if you could get that headache away from your team. The next sell high is LBJ, LeBron James. I think LeBron James is an alien, superhuman. We've never seen anything like this. A guy this age, like he's on track to like lead the league in scoring. Like he is an anomaly, one of a kind. But for fantasy... I don't know if he's going to be able to maintain this level of value. And also, is he going to stay healthy? If he gets Kareem's record and they're not doing so well, will he like chill out a little bit and rest his legs? I don't know. If you can bring back some first round value for LeBron James, I would make a move like that. I would even think about bringing in a secondary piece to see if you could secure a Jokic, a Giannis, or a Luka. The next sell high is Pascal Siakam. He is going off right now, completely nuclear. This is your opportunity to sell high on Pascal. The last sell high candidate I want to talk about is Killian Hayes. With Cade Cunningham out for the rest of the season, people believe that Killian is going to be that guy. Jaden Ivey is there lurking, and he's just like chomping on all of that value and all of that usage. But you could probably kind of convince a league mate to believe in Killian Hayes and his tremendous upside. Speaking of tremendous upside, today's sponsor is Owner's Box. Owner's Box is an official sponsor of the Game Pick Podcast, and we want to highlight their new one-of-a-kind fantasy sports format, Lightning Lineups. All you have to do is spin, pick, and win. Sign up right now and use the promo code GAMEPICKPODCAST. Owner's Box will match your first deposit up to $500. It's one of the largest deposit matches in the industry. Don't miss out. To sign up, just download the Owner's Box app on Android or iOS. And don't forget, use the promo code GAMEPICKPODCAST. Next up, we're going to do our Q&A from our Discord server. The first question is from Yoda. He says, tips and tricks for trading players that isn't just the offer you make. like." What do you tell them to make them believe that they should take the deal? I love this question. Honestly, I love any question that has to do with trade strategies. Many of the questions we get is like, should I trade A player for B player? This is a strategy and tactic question. I really love this. Um, one thing I would say is that I have a video, how to make a fantasy trade. You can check it out right here. Um, but in terms of the way you get people to believe is staying active 
on your group chat or developing a one-on-one -on -one text communication. What I typically do is try to promote the players that I want to move. So you can't look at it like, who am I going to move today? It has to be a long play. So if you have a player that you know you want to move, you can constantly drop little nuggets along the trail for your league mates about the greatness of that particular player. And then when they have an explosion game, which always happens, right? So the player that you're trying to move has a really big game, then you double and triple down. Like, oh my God, did you guys see what Valachunas did? He was amazing. I told you he was going to be coming back. Man, I would think about moving him, but he might get me that championship. So kind of play hard to get. Like, I, I might consider it if you send me a perfect offer. But other than that, I'd rather keep him on my team. And those are the ways that you can kind of convince your league mates to believe in what you're saying. The next question is from Money Murray. He says, does a star have to be involved when trading for another star or a non-star who's doing really good? Is that good enough? I think I understand your question. What you're saying is when you're doing a trade for, let's say, like a Giannis, do you need to include a Luka? And the simple answer is no. You can actually send as many players as you want to, good or bad. I would recommend, to be fair, when you're doing trades, you'll probably get a trade done uh, easier that way. However, I like the two-for-one aspect of like trying to get a top-tier player like uh, Luka or Jokic and then putting some middle tier players, like let's say DeMar DeRozan with Jamal Murray, like that kind of a two for one can be appealing because sometimes people look at the quantity of what they're receiving and not so much the quality. The next question is from Chibol. He says, on another podcast, you talked about preparing for playoffs by setting lineups for those weeks in advance. How early should this be? In my case, I'm in first place of my league and seven weeks out from the playoffs eight teams but the question can be more general i guess thanks you can check out the video he's talking about which is how to win in the fantasy playoffs um i would say that strategy uh of actually looking ahead finding out when your playoffs are you should know that before you even draft but let's say you're new to fantasy and you haven't been paying attention to that i would go ahead in your schedule go far ahead to see when you are in the playoffs you can probably go to like the um the playoff schedule in your app and just pull the dates up and then go to that date on the actual ca calendar of your team what i like to do is just set the rosters um set your starting lineups i should say for those days so you kind of know where you stand and if you need to make certain moves for example let's say on a tuesday night there's 11 games on and you have six people on your bench, but then the next couple of games, you don't have any players. You might want to think about making some moves, especially for that first week of the playoffs. I always look at the playoffs one week at a time. I don't get so caught up on the second or third week or like I'm not planning for the championship. I'm, I'm taking it one week at a time to have a better chance to be successful. If you need help with your team, please drop a comment with your question. I will reply to every comment on this episode. Also, we'd like you to join our private Discord server. If you're new to fantasy and you need advice, we have an amazing community of fantasy fanatics who want to support you. To join, all you have to do is hit the link in the description of this episode. And yes, bang on that subscribe button, hit us with a thumb, thickety thumbs up, click the notifications, and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. And don't forget, play the waivers, set your lineups, and follow Game Pick, your freaking fantasy nerd.
Thank <laughs> you.